Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 85 of Turtle Recall. I'm your host, Jason Sohail, and joining with me as always is my ever so lovely and has totally switched from coffee to ice cream wife, Anna. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello. What is going on? Because we are doing the Italian episode, Anna felt this is the time to go from Italian coffee to Italian ice cream. Well, not really. It's a She's been doing American coffee. Blue and, Bell ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue Bell uh, 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 ice cream. She just uh, she just wants to uh, not do so much caffeine at night. <laughs> <laughs> this week we are talking about the episode Venice on a Half Shell, uh, and that's that. That is how you have to say the title of this week's episode is just like that. You have to sing it with the theme song. That's what they intended it to be. <laughs> Kind of like Venice on the Half Shell. Like, kind of sounds better than... Heroes on the Half Shell? Heroes on the Half Shell. You know, and you know, this episode, unfortunately, does not... Like, I'm going to say this. I mean, I know we when we go into the episode. But, like, this episode had the perfect opportunity to take advantage. Because the turtles' names are Italian. And they make no reference to that whatsoever. Like, you know, we could, like, uh, to be honest, like, I mean, I know, I know the turtles are heroes. They're not like, I mean, I always felt like that, like, yeah, the turtles are heroes, but I always feel like they're not like heroes, heroes. They're just more of like, oh, we're here to kind of save ourselves. I know in this show, like, oh, we got to save the world and everything, but they're, I mean, they're not like Superman who are like just actively like, oh, Where's the trouble? Hold on. Like, you know, they're, they're more of like, oh, hey. So I think Venice in the Half Shell would work better. Yes. So uh, before we get into the episode, I do want to talk about my uh, other podcast has that just has been been released, which Anna totally loves because she's not in it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so if you guys don't know, uh, also on Res.TV, uh, you know, and definitely check them out for great podcasts, you know. Uh, my friend and I, uh, we've made a uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, podcast. I just kind of want to, like, just kind of briefly uh, go over it. And, like, you know, just, you know, for you people, if you uh, Ninja Turtle listeners are also really big Kingdom Hearts fans, hey, you get to hear me gush about... Kingdom Hearts, uh, you know, before I gush about Kingdom Hearts, uh, honey, how do you feel about Kingdom Hearts? Um, if I want to be honest, I think, uh, I mean, I know that that's a very cool game and everything, and, uh, but I just, I just get annoyed with the music because you play it so much. <laughs> and the music gets, like, very annoying to me. <laughs> <laughs> Anna also makes fun of the fact that I cry. When I play the game. She's like, why are you playing the game? If it's making you sad, don't play it anymore. Yes, and I'm kind of like against any kind of emotion. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all in all, 
Anna has been a heartless this whole time. The premise of the Kingdom Hearts podcast is pretty much the same premise of this podcast, uh, surprisingly. Uh, so, my friend, uh, my good buddy, which you're going to hear me call him a lot, Scott, uh, he has been interested in Kingdom Hearts, but every time he plays, he kind of like, he gives up, so he figures, oh, okay, he'll play and then, like, discuss it with me, and, like, it was his idea, he was like, oh, let me, like, you know, like, uh, I'll go play it, uh, discuss it, and basically to kind of keep him still engaged in the story, because he knows that the story gets so confusing, so... I'm here giving the look of like, hey, if someone who's like really been into this game really knows the story inside and out uh, with someone who has never experienced it. Honey, does that sound, does that podcast sound so familiar to you? <laughs> it does. Yeah, you know, I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like after this, like, you know, uh, I, I, after this, I think, I think like my son and I, we're going to do a podcast about uh, me doing Power Rangers and is going to experience Power Rangers for the first time. Because I think that's the next fandom that I'm really into. Or, or maybe he, he does a podcast and you'll be the guest that has no idea about... Uh, what, Paw Patrol? Paw Patrol or Baby Shark. <laughs> Paw Patrol, Baby Shark, yes. Oh, you know what? We should totally do a... We should, I mean, I'm here joking about Baby Shark, but they actually do, they, they actually just made a Baby Shark TV show. In fact, like, no, my son, like, watches, he watches so many Baby Shark stuff. Like, there's, like, Baby Shark Halloween and Baby Shark um, Christmas and, like, and then, like, they'll add, like, other characters. I mean, and, like, I mean, I know there's, like, knockoff Baby Shark because, like, apparently, like, Nickelodeon owns the character of Baby Shark, but they don't own the music of Baby Shark because Pinkfong doesn't own the music of Baby Shark. But, uh, like, they just, like, other companies that want to do the Baby Shark song, they just can't have it, the shark yellow, and have a star in its eye or something like that. I mean, just weird, weird things. But yeah, you know what? I, I think that I think that should be the next podcast I'm in, is that uh, my son, like, you know, he, I, I, I'm the one who's clueless, and my son is the expert as he tells me about Baby Shark <laughs> or Paw Patrol. He, you know what? I think Paw Patrol would be a more interesting one, just because apparently, I mean, I kind of watch it with him because he likes to watch stuff with Daddy, and like, there's like, there's some past seasons like where like they're superheroes, and there's this like this meteorite that's like doing all this stuff. Uh, like it's like weird and then like there's a and then like I just saw another season where there's a cat that joins them and like so I'm like what okay so there's like six dogs and now there's a cat and then there's like two other dogs like there's one dog with like long ears there's another dog that's white oh I'm sorry and then there's a di there's a dog that goes in the dinosaur season that has like that's that has like the 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 wheels because his his back legs aren't working. But most importantly, the season now they're like knights and like they're like their base is in like a castle. Like it's it, it looks is, like you have some more than more information than we even <laughs> imagine. I'm just like he needs to he needs to tell me what the heck is going on with this show because every time I go every time I watch it it's like something 
else. I'm like, what is going? And I mean, I look. I know the goal of the show. The goal of the show is the same goal of this show. Ma uh, make new stuff, sell toys. I mean, we have a lot of Paw Patrol toys. And my son gets excited when he gets them. So you know what? They're doing their job. But, yeah. Alright. Well, uh, but, you know, uh, if you guys are big Kingdom Hearts fans, definitely check out uh, the Kingdom Hearts uh, podcast. It's, it's called Kingdom Hearts uh, Auditory of... I'm sorry. It's called Kingdom Hearts Discussion of Auditory. Very confusing name because it has to be confusing. It's, it's Kingdom Hearts. We have to make the name confusing. Uh, but uh, but yeah, d definitely check it out. Uh, we're um, just like the Ninja Turtles podcast. We're starting from game one and then going all the way to uh, game three. Uh, our, and I think I think we've already talked about doing the, the rhythm game after we go to Kingdom Hearts 3. So... Uh, definitely check it out, uh, and you know, and especially, especially if you like to hear my voice, I mean, if you like to hear Anna's voice, I'm sorry, she's not part of the podcast, because she's, basically she's like, I've seen enough Kingdom Hearts, I'm done. <laughs> you can put a vote for the logo, I designed the logo. Oh yes, yes, she, yes, Anna designed our logo, and our logo is awesome, and I'm Donald Duck, and that makes it really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was there was a little debate. So, just to let you guys know, there there was a little debate between Scott and I about who who's gonna be Donald and who's gonna be Goofy, because I actually like Goofy more, and Scott's like favorite character is Donald, but he's tall. I'm short. It would make no sense if it was the other way around. <laughs> like, yes, I think it worked better this way. Yeah, yeah, it definitely worked better this way. It's just it's just ironic that like. We kind of like switched our favorite characters. <laughs> All right, you ready to get into some Ninja Turtle news? Yes. All right, let's do this. The first thing I just kind of want to briefly uh, talk about. Uh, this was from uh, last week. If you remember um, the the NECA news, uh, they're they're doing uh, pre-orders. They're basically pretty doing doing pretty much uh, pre-orders like all like this uh, like all of like March. And everything we talked about the two pack of uh, Zach and Smash and the two pack of the Crooked Ninja Turtle Gang and the Rock the Rock Soldier Infantry. Yeah. Uh, so uh, these are available for pre order now at on uh, NECA's uh, website. So uh, j uh, just uh, just you know um, if you want to uh, pre order them, uh, pre order them now. They're they're fifty five dollars each. One thing. I do want to note um, was that the the alternate head for Smash he actually does not have uh, the headband. I wasn't sure because for some reason I thought I thought uh, they said that both heads had the headband, uh -huh. but uh, the other one does not have the the headband, which is cool. So that just means, honey, that uh, when this figure gets released and we actually have him. I'm gonna need you to make me a karate gi for this guy. <laughs> I mean, that, because that's the only thing he's missing. Uh, yeah, but uh, the pre-orders is open now. Uh, you have for pretty much the rest of this week. Um, the 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 language that uh, that Neca has been giving um, is kind of like weird because because they said two weeks and then uh, I've also heard them say ten days. So uh, you know, just like if you want these figures, 
order them this week. If you don't, if you get paid on Friday, because I know a lot of people like you know they wait till payday to to, to pre-order these. Uh -huh. Like you know, just make sure you like you know put your calendar and everything. And uh, there is no limit on the Crooked Ninja Turtle Gang and the Rock Soldier. So if you want twenty of them, you can order twenty of them because you know the like a lot of people like to have like a bunch of like these like soldier people. So like. To me. I've seen, like, people, like, they, they want, like, at least, like, four. Uh, and it's funny, because more people more people just want the Crooked Ninja Turtle Gang member, and not really the Rock Soldier. I've seen a lot of people online be like, hey, I'm ordering these, who wants to buy my Rock Soldiers? <laughs> and I, I think that, I think that's kind of funny. Uh, also, I do want to note is that, um, also, uh, what the, some of the figures that we talked about uh, last week are available for pre-order now, check the description of like wherever you listen to this podcast uh, for uh, for those uh, figures, and they include uh, both uh, bo both Ronin action figures. Uh, they also include Renette, uh, Slash, and um, oh uh, the the twelve inch Leonardo. And I'm pretty sure I'm missing someone else too. But just just check the link, and you'll find all those characters. Uh -huh. Yeah. So. Uh, that's pretty much uh, all I just wanted to talk about that. Uh, but we do actually have more, like, um, like you know, action figure news mer uh, merchandise that got announced. Really? Yeah. So uh, we're gonna I'm gonna show uh, this. We um, so Iron Studios has announced that they're making mini co figures of the team into. Of the TMNT, which are available for pre-order now. So check if you check in the description or wherever you're listening to this podcast, you can uh, pre-order these guys. Uh, they're uh, they're statues. They are uh, they're like almost five inches. They're like you know shorter than five inches. Uh, I mean, and I mean, there's no articulation or anything. And it's done by Iron Studios. Not uh, I I'm not that familiar with this company. This is actually the first time I'm, I've ever heard of this company. But uh, they are making all four turtles, and uh, I actually really like the designs. The de designs is like kind of like half cute, half action. Yes. Yeah, they're actually pretty cool. Uh, they are forty dollars each, so the price is kind of a little steep. I'll, I'll be honest. But forty dollars each. Yeah, forty dollars each. So if you want the if you want the whole set, you're looking at a uh, uh, hundred and sixty dollars. Like yes. Yeah. Well, usually the statues are more expensive. Right. No. I um I, I I do agree. And like I said, they are like j just under five inches. So j just to give people uh uh these are available for uh for pre-order. I mean, to be honest, like like you know, like if I was this company, like I would have like waited. I don't know, maybe like two or three weeks after like all the barrage of all the NECA uh stuff to come in. I think they want before people like uh. Like, spend all the money is like, consider this one yeah, too. Yeah, 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 consider this one too, yeah. But, no, they're, uh, they're pretty cool looking, uh, you know, uh, pra, like, uh, I might add these to my collection. I, I, right now, it's not price, it's more, uh, <laughs> it's, not, it's not price, it's more of a space. You know, if I had, like, this infinite, like, shelf space, like, then this would not be a problem. <laughs> All right, so the next thing I want to talk about is a little uh, bittersweet, especially um, uh, especially for the uh, Rise fans. Uh, this week uh, was 
Andy Serrano's final uh, week working at Nickelodeon Studios. Uh, he was one of the producers and creators of Rise of the Ninja Turtles. Uh-huh. So, uh, because Ant Ward, he's, been, he's still with uh, Nickelodeon um, Animation, and as he's doing the new uh, Transformers uh, cartoon, I'm already forgetting what the title is, um, but he's doing a new Transformers cartoon, uh, so is J.J. Conway, and a few other uh, people who worked on Rise of the Ninja Turtles, they've like moved on to that show. Um, Andy, I'm not sure where exactly he is going, uh, but uh, unfortunately it's not going to be with... Uh, Nickelodeon, uh, but um, so good news about Rise because I don't want to have all bad news. Uh, good news about Rise, uh, one the movie's still coming out. Uh, we we haven't heard much about like the Netflix uh, movie, and I mean I'm pretty sure right now like I'm pretty sure like right now because of the whole like Paramount Plus stuff they want to kind of push that one more uh, mm-hmm. since that is like Paramount Plus. I have a I have a feeling like whatever like limited time like it's going to be on netflix and like once that time's up it's going to leave netflix and then go to paramount plus i'm sure he has smelled art and creativity somewhere oh yeah oh oh <laughs> oh definitely oh oh definitely he's definitely going to go somewhere with very art and cre- uh, creativity oh i agree uh, also good news about rise season two is finally on paramount plus it took like a year of, from that service uh, to come out and like I don't know I think like nine months since uh, season one was on Paramount Plus but now you can I feel wa- like the whoever owned Paramount Plus is a Ninja Turtles fan I, I I think so but like they're not showing it because like when the first air when the first like came there was like nothing like uh, there was just like it was just the uh, half shell heroes and I think that was it uh, oh I'm sorry the 2003 show and that was the only Ninja Turtle content. That was like on Paramount Plus, uh, and like I mean seriously, Paramount Plus. I mean, if anyone I know, because Paramount Plus actually follows us on on Twitter. Oh, nice. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're me and Paramount Plus. Um, <laughs> good, good friend. Yeah, yeah. We're we're, we're great friends. You're influencer. Yes, exactly. But uh, you know, Paramount Plus, we need Ninja Turtle ico- avatars. I mean, because. <laughs> Like, you know, our, our current avatar, mine is, like, actually Avatar Aang because she's an avatar. And Anna, Anna's is Avatar Korra because that's an avatar. Our son's a Paw Patrol, Chase for Paw Patrol. <laughs> there, there's only two choices of avatars. <laughs> and my son does not know what an avatar is. Oh, that, I think that would be cute if they uh, add Ninja Turtles avatar. I would love that. I'm... I could see I could see them like when the new movie comes out they they add that's like when they add it but I'm it, it is like okay why do we not have Ninja Turtle avatars and the I think only I prefer Krang to uh, Avatar like <laughs> <laughs> if they if they make Krang Avatar for Paramount Plus I will change yours from Korra to Krang so they match yes look Korra look look to Krang. <laughs> I said this before. It got, like, no, like, retweets or anything like that. It made me sad because I thought it was a funny joke. But, you know, when, when it said select your avatar, I thought it was one of those are you a robot um, thing. And I was like, well, there's only two avatars. Because, you know, there's Aang and Korra. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was a test. 
It was funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, all so uh, all of Rise is now on uh, Paramount Plus. Also, what got added to Paramount Plus uh, just recently is also the 2014 documentary Turtle Power, which if you have not seen this, you should definitely check it out. They made it for the 30th anniversary, and it is a great documentary. I recommend to all uh, Ninja Turtle fans. And they also uh, recently also added the two uh, Michael Bay produced uh, movies, which I was kind of surprised how long that took, especially that it was on Hulu and it was on, uh, like, I think it was on Amazon Prime and on Tubi. It was on like every service that it could be on, except for Paramount Plus. Like, I'm just like, wait, Paramount owns that, <laughs> owns that movie. How is it not on there? But yeah, the, okay, I will say the, I mean, I, I know the big missing one is the original classic show, but there's like legal problems with that one. So uh, like, you know, I I understand why that one's not on Paramount Plus is because of uh, the, the legality of, of that show. But one big omission is the 2012 series. I'm surprised the 2012 series is still not on pa Paramount Plus. And, w and here's the thing. Uh, I was just informed that the 2012 series recently left Hulu. It was on Hulu for the longest time, and it it, it finally left Hulu. So uh, I'm thinking that the I'm thinking like the the rights uh, for it like finally expired. And obviously Paramount doesn't want to give that because Hulu is now a competitor. Uh, like you know we, we we've gone to the point where like every studio is like, oh, we got to have a uh, streaming service. And you know what? We're just going to name it our company with the word plus in it. It worked for Disney. It's going to... Um, and, uh, but, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm hoping, like, whenever, like, when it, like maybe there's some, like, legality things on there, but I'm hoping, like, at one point, like, it is like, okay, we can finally have the 2012 Ninja Turtles on Paramount Plus, and they put all of it on Paramount Plus, and they don't do, like, the whole... Rise of Ninja Turtles, where they put, like, here's half of season one. Okay, now here's half of season one. Now here's another half of, here's a, here's half of season two. Like, you know, they just keep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cause the, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just, just put all five seasons on there. One last thing uh, we're going to talk about this week. And this is, like, probably the, this is uh, definitely the biggest topic uh, that we have uh, for the, uh, for this week is that on issue on the IDW issue 127, they are bringing back Venus to the Ninja Turtles like franchise. Venus has been absent since I want to say 19 oh gosh nine, 1998. I believe that's when uh, well, Ninja like Turtles uh, Next Mutation came coming out. Coming as strong. Yes. Yes, yes. This, uh, so, uh, this is designed by your favorite artist, uh, Sophie Campbell. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she's going to be coming on, she's going to be coming, like, officially to, you know, Ninja Turtles canon now, because everything that's in the IDW comics has been ca canon. If you guys don't know, uh, back in, like, the early 2000s, when Peter Layard, like, uh, bought the, uh, the rights uh, from... Ninja Turtles from Kevin Eastman, like, you know, he, he got his share from it. Mm -hmm. He basically went out and, like, said that, like, Venus, he did not like the character Venus at all. And he came in and said, like, oh, this character uh, is not 
approved. Yeah, not approved. Exactly. Yeah, like he like he was one. He was like he was very uh, protective of his uh, series, and he wanted like you know what it was like how he envisioned it, and he just uh, he didn't like the fact like how the the original cartoon and um and like some of the other um like media like kind of like made it its own thing that he never like like you know because he never he never did the whole pizza thing he never did like all those crazy inventions that donnie did or anything like that Mm -hmm. and uh so he like he wanted to make sure like he got it like back into those roots when he took over it back like you know when he did the 2003 uh cartoon uh and uh and so uh so venus has been like just like vanished especially like during that time before nickelodeon bought it uh like you know there was like he really like uh the two the 2007 movie uh originally like i i like from what i've read on the internet i don't know how much it's true but uh like they wanted to do uh make a joke about venus and peter layer like shut it down and like I've heard, like I've also because I've never met Peter at, at a convention, but I've heard a few you mention her, like you know he he will like he doesn't like it, and like he just uh, so he'll like you know I was about to say he was gonna beat you up, and he, he really he's not gonna do that. He's a he's a very peaceful guy. Whatever <laughs> is a peaceful guy, but like he just his it's it's he's a sore a, subject for him. Yes. Right. So uh, next month uh, issue uh, one twenty seven, uh, Venus is gonna come into. Uh, into the into the show uh into the comic book uh realm uh much different uh story uh with it uh like you know uh if you read the article about it uh there's more in info info about like you know how she's coming in and everything uh we i don't really want to go into that because i don't want to uh for people i don't want to ruin it for for some of the people mm-hmm. but i'm just going to say this issue 127 uh i believe this is going to be one of those issues, like, uh, I believe it was like 45, 43, uh, whatever, the one that Donnie dies, or uh, or uh, 94, or 96, I've, I, I can't remember the issue numbers, but, wh- like, you know, the because the two big ones was when Donnie died, and when Jenica became a turtle. And I believe that this issue, and, like, the f- next few issues after that, is going to be one of those that, like, the comic book stores are going to sell out, especially... Especially, like, you know, this got revealed by uh, the website io9. So they are republishing and this is a new art for it? They are... No, no. This is, like, brand new storyline for her. Uh-huh. This brand new storyline for her is just that, like... Uh, it's just that, you know, when something this big comes... Because Venus has not been in, like, the picture for, you know, for 24 years. Yeah. And she's one of those, like... People remember her. There's a lot of people who don't like her, but like, and it's always like one of those that, and especially like when Jenica came, and Jenica was so positive. Uh, Jenica, Jenica was like very, Jenica was a very positive uh, character, and but like Venus was not. Uh, so, and it is like you know, it's one of those things like it's it's just timing. Uh, at that at that time, people weren't ready to accept the female turtle, but we have like you know. As things like kind of advanced and like you know we now we have like people like making like you know continuous story and everything, mm-hmm. uh now now it's like oh, okay they they welcome these cha- kind of changes, uh so so uh yeah she's gonna be coming next month also uh May seventh is Free Comic Book Day 
And uh, on Free Comic Book Day, IDW will be doing a free comic book of Ninja Turtles. And Venus will be featured in that story. So make sure to mark your calendars for Free Comic Book Day this year, which is on, on May 7th. Uh, and, I mean, just make sure, like, you know, because Venus will also be in there, too. And uh, supposedly her story is going to last from one, issue 127 to 130. But there's plans for, like, keeping her, like, lasting and everything. Because I know with Jenica, she was only supposed to be, like, in a few issues. And then she was supposed to go, shoo, disappear. Um, but, like, the response of her was so positive that, like, they made her. Like, you know, they, they kept her in the story. So, uh, yeah, uh, definitely... Uh, you know, so definitely check it out. I'm really excited uh, about Venus. All right, and don't forget, you can catch the news portion of the podcast live every Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our YouTube channel, Moving Lack Push. Uh, we love it when you guys uh, join in, and it's always fun. And we get, <laughs> we love all the interesting stuff that you guys like uh, bring up and everything. And Anna still loves those emojis, those waving hand, turtle, pizza emojis, all, all the emojis you throw at her. She loves them. If you want to make it Ninja Turtles, uh, if you want to um, like uh, write the, this, uh, the title of this episode in an emoji, how, how do you do that? How would I how would I write this the title of this episode in an emoji? Yes. Uh, I don't know. Turtle the, emoji. Uh, the water. The Italian flag. Water. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> and yeah. pizza. And pizza, yeah. This week we're talking about European season episode four, Venice on a half shell. This episode originally aired in the U.S. in September sixteenth, nineteen ninety three. This was directed by Bruno Rene Hutches and written by Misty Taggart. You wanna give us a brief summary about this episode, honey? Oh, I think I'll give you a very brief summary. <laughs> you know what? Do it. So, uh, the turtles are in um, Venice, and um, uh, Mr. Thompson sent uh, April from Paris to um, Venice too to do a um, report on. Um, Marty, what was that? Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras uh, ceremony and sent uh, Irma with her as assistant. Um, from the other side, um, um, Krang is, um, I don't know why everything in um, Dimension X is falling apart. And then um, uh, Krang want to use the energy from Venice? Yes, yeah, so, okay. Uh, this is the weird part, so... They found out that there's gold uh, all over in the city, in the palaces, and in Venice. And instead of, like, Shredder stealing all the gold, like, Krang made a hydrofluxer to, like, threaten the city to give them the gold. It was, like, a weird, it was a weird uh, concept. Yes, it was confusing. So uh, then, all the like those um, like um, ancient uh, statue and griffin, all of those uh, start uh, coming to life and um, uh, and uh, like ruining everything. And then the turtles were fighting against all of these things. 
Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was good. Right. A pretty solid uh, summer right there. Uh, things I want to note. Uh, so, you know, you mentioned it's uh, Mardi Gras. Uh, just like last week, how we planned it. You know, the, last week we planned that the Olympics episode um, was going to be at the week of the Olympics. We actually planned that this episode uh, was going to be the week of uh, Mardi Gras 2022. Not only that, we actually planned to record this episode on Mardi Gras 2022. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, that was a pure coincidence, but yes, today, as of like this, of, of this recording, it is Mardi Gras, uh, 2022. Uh, so. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, I know nothing about Mardi Gras, um, tradition. Okay, so, uh, it, okay, here's the funny thing. If you remember the episode April, April Fool's. That was also during Mardi Gras. So, this series has two Mardi Gras episodes. I mean, I maybe the CBS season CBS seasons might have another one, but I mean, that's like crazy to me that like we don't have Christmas or Halloween. Um well, we barely had Halloween. Um but like but we but we have Mardi Gras, which is like not that well known. I think the reason uh, they use Mardi Gras is because of the wearing costume and mask and everything, and they can hide their toes. Yeah, that's why I think so too. Uh, you know, it's funny because this was another opportunity for us to bring in um, our good friend uh, Stephen, and uh, we still didn't do it. Uh, you know, uh, you know, we we only brought him in for for Leatherhead. Uh, you know that that that's how important that he is. Uh, but. Uh, so I just thought it was, I thought it was kind of kind of funny that like we had two episodes of Mardi Gras. Now, when only reason I know about Mardi Gras because I know in France and I know in France they celebrate Mardi Gras and here in the U.S. New Orleans does uh, Mardi Gras because uh, that was actually because uh, Louisiana has a very strong French uh, influence on them uh, from when like I believe. I believe, like, France used to own the whole, like, Louisiana, uh, thing, uh, before, like, it, before it became free, uh, I'm not a, U I'm not a U.S., uh, history major, so, I, I don't know, like, 100% about that, but I didn't know that Italy celebrated Mardi Gras, and I actually went and looked it up after we watched the episode, and here's the deal. Italy does celebrate Mardi Gras, so that was something I did not know. But they don't call it Mardi Gras in Italy. They actually call it Carnival. Oh, Carnival. We, we say it Carnival in Farsi. Oh, uh, yeah, because, like, a Carnival is just the uh, Italian like Italian way to say Carnival in, in, in English. I believe they also say it, like, in other European countries. I believe that they say that in Farsi as well. You probably... In Farsi, because, you know, I know in Farsi took a lot of stuff from uh, French. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure, um, I'm pretty sure the language, like, took it from, from France or some other European country. Maybe even Italy itself. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, so that was something interesting to me. Uh, and uh, it's pretty much celebrated uh, the same way, you know, the costumes and everything. It's just, it's called, uh, 
is this called Carnival uh, over there? I know the director and producer of the European seasons, uh, his French. I don't, maybe he didn't know that it was called Carnival in, in Italy. Or maybe the writer didn't know it was called Carnival in, in Italy. Uh, I'm, I'm curious, like, uh, where that was because, like, most of these episodes has, like, some, like, history and some uh, customs and everything. Uh, like, I will say most of these episodes have been more educational than, like, the rest of the series. And I was just kind of surprised that they got, they kind of ignored this one. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I, I, I thought it was interesting. Uh, but, yeah, and uh, as I said, we... Ninja Turtles has two Mardi Gras episodes. I mean, well, I I dare you guys to name another uh, children TV show out there that has two episodes for to celebrate Mardi Gras. All right, so let's start breaking down this episode. Uh, so the first thing I wrote is the beginning of this episode. Well, we get some Italian music, like we like Italian like uh, background music. I thought that was kind of interesting. Oh, interesting! I didn't pay attention. Right. And then, also, the next thing I wrote was, the turtles are in uh, Venice, Italy, and probably the most famous thing that people, like, know about Venice is that, in, like, is the Venice Canals. Like, I personally, I've never been in Venice before, but the way that, like, media portrays it is that there's no streets, that everyone takes boats to go everywhere. Yes, it looks very interesting. Yeah, it definitely looks uh, interesting. I just, uh, I think it's very interesting, but when I think about it, I don't like to live there. <laughs> right, no, I know. Like, I, I know it's like more of like a kind of, like, people look at it as um, uh, romantic and everything. Obviously, like, uh, like gondola rides, like, that's a perfect, like, couples thing uh, to do. I'm just curious in, um, like, Iran, like, did your like, TV shows and media, like, the, when they showed, like, um, Venice, did they only show, like, the waterways, or if you can remember? Yes, they, they usually, uh, like, uh, show more the water. Right, right. Part of it. I will say the only thing that was missing in this episode to be, like, stereotypical is a guy steering the gondola with a yellow flat hat... And a striped red shirt. That's the only thing that's, like, missing from the stereotypical um, uh, city. What is that? Uh, like, just normally people, like, when they show the people, like, uh, driving, like, you know, steering the gondolas, it's always, like, what they, how they drive, how they, how they usually depict, like, the Italian men that's doing it. They usually have, like, this, like, yellow flat hat, and they have, like, a red striped. Uh, shirt. Uh -huh. It's just like it's just the way that for some reason that they uh, uh, like that's the way like they they draw them. I don't. I mean, you know, I've never been to Venice, Italy. I don't know if they all look like that. I mean, I can't imagine if you go there now, like everyone, in, like I imagine, like there's going to be people in like normal attire. Uh, but it's just like I was just surprised that this episode didn't try to go uh, with that. We just don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> we just, yeah. Silencio Bruno! I'm gonna bring up that one. Poor, 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 poor Luca. I think that, that movie came out first. 
and that that was the first one that said like you know tell Bruno to be quiet but then but no it didn't have a catchy song so ever everyone knows about we don't talk about Bruno no 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 <laughs> so we cut from the turtles we go to the technodrome we have this uh, strange shot from uh, outside uh, the technodrome where like basically Krang is just complaining about all like how like the technodrome is kind of like in all of his like uh, even his foot soldiers are kind of like falling apart. Um, but before uh, before getting to that, yeah, uh, you talk about turtles in the boat in the Venice. Yeah. Uh huh. But um, you don't say that the Donny was uh, trying to go out of the boat with his uh, bow. Oh yeah. So so yeah. Because that's right. Because Donny was like steering. Um, Donny was steering the boat. Like, uh, I don't think he was doing it with the bow. I think he actually had, like, the oar to, to, to steer it. Uh-huh. Um, but then, like, he falls off the boat. Yes. And, and, like, the turtles don't even notice. And, like, it's weird because, like, when he falls out, they kind of, like, that's, like, when they cut to the Technodrome. And it's almost, like, it, it is, like, you would just assume that, like... That was a ah ha ha. He he fell he fell out of the boat, and then next scene he'll be back on the boat. But next scene he's still not on the boat, and I just like it. It was just kind of weird, like that that wasn't resolved before we go to Craig and Shredder. Yes, yes. The way they decided to edit it. Yeah, I know. No, I definitely agree with you there. So uh, something uh, Micah wrote about the foot soldiers. He said he got excited about seeing the foot soldiers, and he loves them and everything because you know it's been a while. Uh, actually, I don't think in any of the uh, European episodes we've actually seen them or the turtles fought against them. It's usually the turtles just kind of fight against Shredder, Roxanne, and Bebop. Um, but he was he was disappointed that they were just kind of they're just. You know, marching. they did, yeah, marching, and then like, and then that was it, and then we didn't see him for the rest of the episode. Yeah, which, uh, and then uh, one of them, his hands like fall off. Yeah, one of his his hands uh, fell off. It uh, was kind of like um, Jack Jack. Yes, uh, Samurai Jack. Yeah, Samurai Jack. <laughs> That's what Anna calls Samurai Jack is Jack Jack because of the because <laughs> <laughs> of the theme song. <laughs> Samurai Jack. So, uh. One line that Shredder has that I actually really enjoyed uh, when, like, Krang is going through the Technodrome, it's, like, fall falling apart. And, like, he actually asked Krang if he got the extended warranty. I just, like, now I'm just imagining, like, Dimension X's, like, extended warranty plans for, like, death machines. <laughs> and, but the most important thing, I'm just now imagining that, like, Krang gets, like, Dimension X calls. Like, in the Technodrome, be like, Excuse me, we want to talk about your extended warranty on your vehicle. Like, you know which calls I'm talking about, right, honey? Customer service? Like, like, um, you know how, like, those, like, scam calls? Oh. Like, because you get them, and you don't own a car. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's just like, because I... Like, I just remember when I first started getting them, this is, like, when it when I first got it, this is, like, before I knew it was a thing. I was, like, I was, like, it's so weird that keep calling me about this, because my car, at that time, like, my, I, like, my car was, like, 15 years old. I was, like, I was, like, I, I, I don't, 
I don't even I don't even qualify for extended warranties anymore. And but yeah, but now I just that's what I imagine that he get the crane gets that in Dimension X. Also, I want to note that uh, uh, Shredder's voice is uh, Jim Cummings, as uh, Michael Atkins calls him, uh, uh, Pete Shredder, because, you know, Pete from Mickey Mouse cartoons. <laughs> uh, I will say, I feel that Shredder sounds more like Leatherhead to me. Like, every time he was talking, I, I'll just, I was just waiting for him to go, I guarantee. Oh, uh, that bothering me, but Raphael was bothering me so much. I will say, Raphael was really bothering me in this episode. Uh, something I, but uh, I do want to bring this up uh, for the rest of the European season it is going to be Jim Cummings um, so like the so for like the next nine episodes, uh, we have uh, it's not, um, we're, we're not going to hear like Shredder's uh, normal voice. Uh, so, but Okay, yeah, um, I, I do want to talk about this. I, I don't even think I wrote it down, but it, it was something I do want to talk about. Uh, Raphael's voice, like, I really felt like most of these lines Raphael got was, like, perfect for Rob Paulson to deliver. And, like, because, like, in this episode in particular, I think this is, like, really the first European episode where Raphael was just going for, like, joke after joke after joke. And just the, the delivery of of uh uh hail um just wasn't there as like as good as as rob paulson and i don't know if it's because i'm so used to rob or if it's or or if it's because like i just um i just can't accept this voice yes it was so much out of character right i really felt i really felt it was like really uh out of character I, I agree with you there. So, going back to, you know, uh, Krang and Shredder. This is, like, where Krang is, like, mentioning, he's like, Oh, look. Look at all these, uh, look at all these palaces here in, in Venice. And I, I feel like this is, like, the educational portion of, like, this episode. Kind of, like, to tell the kids, hey, oh, hey these... Uh, play these these places are like lined with gold and like you know it's like oh look at these like you know like these like uh monuments or something like that oh and like like and like they're like oh we can we can use this to buy better equipment like i mean uh, so i guess to mention x accepts gold oh uh, and just in my mind my first thought is uh because like they even brought up like oh yeah the turtles are in um, Venice, and like, and then, I mean, you know, and, and they even say, like, oh, we can, like, you know, we can, def we can stop the turtles, we can defeat the turtles and steal the gold, whatever, uh, but just in my mind, I was thinking, okay, if the turtles are in Venice, and you guys have been, like, concentrating on, like, New York and USA in general, why not go, like, rob Fort Knox and steal their gold, because who's gonna stop you? Like why? Like why? Why are you going? Like you know why are you going after places that like where the turtles are at? Other than the fact of like you know you guys also want to be in the episode with the turtles. Yes, exactly. All right. Uh, I'm pretty sure you, Anna, did not get this next joke. Uh, because Krang says they want to double their pleasure and double their fun. And do you know what Shredder responded with? No. He responded with, oh, it's like, what, like, it's like, how, are you going to get some chewing gum? So here's the deal. Uh, so 
Anna did not grow up in the U.S., so she does not know of the commercials for Double Mint Gum. Because in Double Mint Gum, like, their commercials, especially during this time, uh, it, like, their jingle was, Double your pleasure, double your fun, double mint gum. Oh, it was a commercial? Yeah, it was a commercial, and they were like, you know, I mean, they just didn't reference the actual, like, company, which, I mean, it makes sense, but they directly reference the actual, like, uh, commercial uh, for it. I thought that was funny. Uh, I was like, oh, that, oh, wow. Uh, parts of me? I'm wondering if, like, because, you know, uh, this originally aired in, in Europe. If Europe had these commercials, I don't know if, like, you know, you know what? If, uh, you know, uh, Christian, if you're listening to this episode, let us know. Let us know in Austria if you had double mint gum commercials. Like, that's something Maybe I... Maybe they were, like, a sponsor or something? I, no, I, no, this is not a sponsor. If it was a sponsor, they would have said the gum. They would, like, you know. No, uh, it, it was just, it was a... Like a it, 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 it was just a joke. It like you know, this is like a, this is a classic sitcom joke, where like you know it's like oh something that's like stuck in people's heads, something that's like in the moment now that they can make a joke of, and then like you know like but like something like twenty years down the line they can't make this joke again. But like uh, that that that's what this was. This is like a a time period uh, joke. Uh, so, like, this is not a, this is not, like, a, uh, a, 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 a thing, like, a, a, a sponsorship or anything like that. So, uh, about Krang, uh, his, like, his, uh, robot body, his hands was, like, still, like, very, like, um... It was, like, in this, like, weird, like, almost like, uh, Ralphie from, um... A Christmas Story, where, like, it's just, like, on the sides, and, like, not, like... Like, kind of, like, sticking out, like, where, uh, like, you know, it's almost like, like, he couldn't, like, put it onto his sides. It was just, like... Yes, open. Open, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean, unfortunately, Anna doesn't, doesn't know what I'm referenced to when I say, uh, Ralphie from Christmas Story, but I'm pretty sure most of our podcast listeners, or our older podcast listeners know what I'm talking about. But isn't it that the reindeer who had a a red nose? No, no, oh, it was a kid in this movie. You're thinking Rudolph. No, (laughs) no, it was a kid in this, uh, in this, uh, 80s, or, I, I think it was 80s, I, uh, 80s or 70s, I can't remember uh, what decade it came out. Um, but like he, his mom put so many coats on him that when he tried, to, when she tried to, when he tried to put his arms down, uh, it, he went in that position. He couldn't get out of that uh, arm position. Uh, so it was a cartoon. Uh, no, it was a uh, no, it was a live action movie. It sounds like a funny show. It, it was. It, it's it's very funny and like you know if you want to watch it on TBS, TNT, and, like, uh, uh, a few other channels on Christmas Eve. They'll show it 24 hours that day. And it's, like, weird. It's, like, uh, like I, I, it's just, like, but that's also, uh, but y- you know this. That's where the leg lamp comes from. Oh, oh okay. Because uh, you keep asking me about that, like why do they keep bringing this out on Christmas, and I have to, and I tell you about, oh, it's from this movie. Uh huh. That's where that, that's where that came from. 
So then uh, we cut back again to uh, Donatello was uh, in the water. Yeah, so Donatello's in the water. So we, we actually cut back to the other three turtles and like in the boat. There was a mistake. There was a mistake, yes. Okay, yeah, so... Oh, uh, so at this point, like the other three turtles, they're they're in the boat. They're kind of like sailing, like oh, and then they're like, and like uh, Mikey is like, oh, Donnie, you need to go. Keep going straight. We need to go to this pizza place. And and then they realize, oh, Donnie's on the boat. But as Anna said, there was a mistake because when they go and look and see that Donnie's not in the boat, who was in the boat, honey? Donnie. Donnie. Donnie was, I think, replaced with. Mikey. Yes, yes. Donnie replaced Mikey. Yes, yes. This was definitely an animation mistake. I was like, I was going there. I'm like, come on, come on, Mikey, talk. Please talk, Mikey. Please talk, Mikey. Please talk. Can't do wrong turtle talking. So close. If just Mikey just said a line or something like that, then it would have been wrong turtle talking. But no, it was just silent. But yeah, it, it, it was just weird because we saw Donnie in the water and then we cut to the boat and Donnie and like it was like, oh, Donnie's in the boat and like i mean it was definitely weird it was definitely like a mistake this is definitely not a shading mistake shading mistake like last week uh this was definitely like that was donnie yes yeah so you know uh they get donnie back in the boat fun stuff happens then we cut to april in the paris in paris i wanted to bring this up okay so last week she was in austria i mean and i'm guessing i'm guessing maybe like when they were Doing the writing, maybe this episode was supposed to come out after last, like, you know, a- after, like, the Paris episodes. I'm sure that's what it was supposed to be. Uh, that's what it was. Um, so, like, it was just weird. Like, she's like, oh, I'm back in Paris. It's like, my boss is paying me. Let me keep going back. Yeah, to- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, my boss is paying me. Let me just keep going back to Paris. Oh, and then... I'm going to say this. Okay, so, uh, like, so, so Burn, so Burn says, like, oh, we need you to go to Italy to report on Mardi Gras. Why does Channel 6, why does a local New York news station needs to work, needs to know what Italy's doing on Mardi Gras? Uh, which, maybe he wants to report that they're calling Mardi Gras and not Carnival? Uh, I don't know. Uh, but, you know, we, the things we have to accept so we can have, like, April with the turtles. Oh, uh, and but he mentions like oh Vernon won't go because he gets seasick at the water. So he was like I'm gonna send Irma. And I'm just gonna say this like I think I think if we just did this episode before last week's episode things would have made sense because then because you know last week April and Irma were in Austria like um like together and everything and. It would have made sense because they were still both in Europe as like, because, you know, April went to uh, Paris by herself in the second episode. So I think continuity, like continuity, this, I think this episode was supposed to be before last week's episode. That's the only thing that would make sense. Yes. Other than like Burn Thompson was just burning money, like to send his reporters to Europe where the turtles just happened to be at. So when uh, uh, Ben Thompson uh, was on the phone, do you see sometimes you when you, uh, like in the old phone, uh, you don't use your hand and there you keep it with your shoulder. And yes, yes, yes. I used to do that all the time. So he he was doing that, but then there were some moments that 
he wasn't he was moving and the phone was still on his ear. Oh, it was still oh. But the shoulder were in the place. <laughs> it it, it should have like it, so the phone was supposed to fall like if gravity worked. Yes. I uh, know I didn't pay. T- I have to like we re- watched it. No, I didn't. I didn't pay attention to that. But no. <laughs> oh, poor poor boring Thompson. Uh, and then uh, the next thing I wrote was uh, I mean we we already talked about this but I I, I wrote Mardi Gras again I. I I just, like I said, uh, I know I mentioned it uh, before, I just felt it was weird that we have two episodes about Mardi Gras. It's So, going back to Shredder and Krang, because, uh, now I'm going to say this, honey, because um, I know how much you love Krang. Was this episode, like, perfect for you? Because I felt like Krang was probably his most crangiest in this episode. He was? Yeah, like, I mean, it's just like, all his, uh, like, I felt like all of his jokes, all of his like, um, all of his like ruling. Uh, I felt like I felt like this was just so classic Krang. Maybe um, mm, I don't know. I don't feel like he did something very cute. Um, you didn't think so? Nah, I mean we had cuter episodes from him. <laughs> so uh, the reason so the reason I brought I brought it up because like I love this uh, so. Uh, you know, uh, Krang is basically telling Shredder about the whole uh, hydrofluxer thing, and and then Sh- Shredder is like, "Okay, um, when when do you want me to go to uh, Italy, Venice?" And Krang was like, "You know what? Now now seems like a good time." He just pushes the button and just flings Shredder. Oh yes, yes, that was a, that was a cool part. Yeah, yeah. He just and then and Shredder just like falls. In the water, and then what was great was that, uh, like, like the next time we see Shredder talk to Krang about this, and and he was like, oh, oh, is that is that why you had to, um, is that why you had to send me in the, um, in the middle of the water? And then Krang was like, no, no, I just did that because I thought it was fun. <laughs> and like, I just love like Krang's like thing. It was like, <laughs> like you know, like. He, it basically, he was like, I could have sent you at a safe place, but I didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, I, I like this uh, meanness of him. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so. But uh, when they, uh, when they, uh, like, when he sent the shredder. Uh-huh. There was a place in the background. It looked like, I didn't know that the Venice buildings looked like that. It, it kind of looked like the, um, like the, um, more like eastern kind of buildings like moscow or something yeah um no oh i mean again personally i haven't been uh to venice italy from like but from all the pictures uh and everything i've seen what venice looks like it does have like that like look into it and i know there's a lot of archways because of like the canals uh-huh. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, and I will say this, like, uh, I mean, th- and this goes for, like, most of the European episodes, like, we just get a lot of new, like, layouts and backgrounds that, like, uh, like, you know, we never get to see again because, you know, turtles don't stay in Europe and, like, most of these countries, they only stay in one episode. Yeah. So, it, it is, like, cool. I will say what, what I love about these episodes is, like, we're seeing just so many, like, new things 
uh, to go with it. And, like, you know, it it doesn't have, like, that tiredness of, oh, they're in the sewers again. Oh, they're at Channel 6 again. Uh, like, you know, we're seeing, like, just... Uh, that's something, like, that's, like, really exciting about this scene. This, this uh the season is that that like like it doesn't like we're not going through like uh tired uh areas yeah right? we, did, we did not see a splinter in this episode i want to bring that up too <laughs> splinter is nowhere near to be seen in this episode uh, I, uh what's your theory do you think <laughs> do you think like uh splinter is you know, still in um, Austria, or like you know, actually, I uh, think he's still in Austria, like, teaching uh, Bigfoot some. Like he's calling them a student and <laughs> teaching them some movements. I, I think, uh, I think, I, I, I think, I think you're right. I think that's, I think that's what he's doing. He's like, you know, he's still meditating over there, and then like he found Bigfoot and just uh, teaching, calling them his students. Anyway. Also, I think he, he like. Uh, because as we mentioned last episode, he did customize his Santa outfit and everything. You're right. So I don't think he's going to leave soon because he can't wear that in... You're right. He place. can't wear that in, in Italy. I mean, it, it's it's too warm in Italy. <laughs> exactly. No, no, no. He had the costume uh, Santa outfit. No, you're right. I agree with you. Uh, so so at this point, just like we're... Uh, I, I find it weird that the turtles are... In the sewers, I mean, I, I, it's, like, in Italy, like, because earlier, they were in the freaking boat in the middle of the daytime. Like, so, I don't know why they're like, oh, now we gotta hide. Um, but, uh, Shredder, Shredder finds them, like, in the sewer, and he starts, like, you know, he starts cutting the, uh, the pipe to, like, burst, uh, to... To flush out the turtles in the sewer, uh, Michael he caught a animation mistake. He said uh, that the water flows behind the pipe that Shredder cuts, um, like in a later shot. Uh, so I didn't catch that at all. Yeah. Uh, but uh, speaking about sewers, and you mentioned backgrounds, the backgrounds in of sewers in this episode was very good. Yes. No, I agree. The 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 the, the sewer looks really nice. Oh, in this and what I like is that like these are not like these are not the turtles like layer sewers so we're getting like just new uh, sewer layer backgrounds yes so uh, actually I'm liking that but yeah uh, the uh, shredder fl shredder uh, fl flushes out the turtles like you know when we're like oh no the turtles are in danger but instead they got like pieces of wood and they use the pieces of wood to surf uh like you know and like you know mikey's like shouting cowabunga then the other three turtles they shout something too and i could not make it out because whoever did like the voice mixing like did a horrible job of like of like where the three turtles like talk do you know do you, you know what i'm talking about no, I don't know which part. So but it's the part was... like okay, so so Mikey first gets on the on the uh, wood and he shouts a uh, cowbunga like as he should, mm -hmm. and then the other three turtles they get on like their their pieces of wood. Ah oh, yes. And then they all all three of them shout something, but it's not the same thing, and it's it becomes like this garbled mess. Like uh... <laughs> now I know which part you're saying. Right. Yeah, and then like, uh, you know, they, uh, they they surf through there and everything. They um, and 
and uh, we see April. And who's next to April? Irma. Yep. I want to know where was Irma ten minutes ago. Ten minutes ago? Like ten uh, minutes ago. Why? I'm I'm just I'm 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 asking you where where was Irma in this episode ten minutes ago? Like maybe even like seven minutes ago. In New York. In New York. How the heck? I mean, because okay, I can accept, I can accept April getting to Italy like this fast because I because it was night and she got to, and then like you know she it, it, it was just Paris to Venice for April like so that wasn't that you know that that shouldn't that I can see that they taking like okay, uh she took an early morning flight and she's there in the afternoon. I can totally see that. Irma? Like, I mean, she took, like, some private express jet that, like, broke the sound barrier. And she gets jet, she gets jet lag and everything. I know, exactly. She's just immediately there. I was like, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not saying, like, oh, we should definitely make this so real and, like, be like, oh, when's Irma? Oh, we gotta wait, like, a few more hours. Or, like, oh, we gotta wait a, uh, a day for Irma yeah, to we come. We know so many of stuff that we say doesn't make sense but that's the fun part of our podcast yeah that is the fun that is the fun part of our podcast question everything yes question everything that's what we do uh so so yeah uh uh we oh uh, we, we see we see uh or armor uh over there um now before we get to the next part i do want i, I love this part so uh so so crane is now this is like when we're crane's like talking to shredder and basically like uh, Shredder was ha- uh, Krang was having fun throwing Shredder in the middle of the water, and now Krang has to explain. Oh, I can't send the whole hydro flux of uh, of uh, fluxer uh, to you. I have to send it to you in pieces, and then you have to build it. Uh, something something uh, Michael actually wrote is he he said um, it would have been great to have Shredder make some IKEA joke after Krang tells him to send over the instructions to put it uh, uh, together and everything. I am going to say this. Uh, I know in the 90s, I mean, I'm not saying Ikea, I'm pretty sure Ikea was a thing in the 90s. But in the 90s, like, it was, in the 90s, I didn't know what Ikea was. I mean, I didn't know what Ikea was until, like, out, uh, until I got to college. And, uh, and that might have been because that's when I needed Ikea. But I don't think Ikea was really, like, a popular thing. Like, I, I don't even know if Ikea made it to uh, the, the States at that time. I mean, uh, so, uh, I'm sure if Ikea was popular, they would have saved this um, instance for a Sweden episode. I don't know if there's a Sweden episode in the European season. I can't remember. It's been, like, years since I've seen this season. Um, but that's what, that's what I think personally. But I am going to say this. One of my guilty pleasures, I actually love building Ikea furniture. Uh, I'm so happy that you love to make them. <laughs> Anna loves that so much. Because, like, uh, every time I'm like, oh, we need uh, furniture. She's all in, like, uh, uh, whenever I get them, I always, like, I always do, like, Ikea. Uh, just because, I mean, what the price is really good. Uh, and... Uh, like, you know, they actually make really good uh, stuff. Uh, it, really good space-saving stuff, which I love. And she's always like, oh, why don't you just buy one that's already assembled? And I said, no, 
That's half the fun is assembling it. Oh, that's why you. That's why your son uh, ruined your puzzle like three times. That oh oh, <laughs> yeah, because he knew. He was like, Dad, I know how much you love to assemble this. <laughs> he doesn't know that after I assemble it, I, I don't want to reassemble it ever again. <laughs> but no, no, you're right. That, that's why my son loves to do that with my, with my puzzle. <laughs> uh, so, so, so Krang, so, so Krang is like, you know, sending him pieces and then he was like, oh, I'm going to send Rocksteady Bebop to you with the instructions. I have to say this. Why did, like, if Krang is sending the pieces to Shredder, how come he can't, like, send, like, how come he can't, like, tape, like, the instructions on one of the piece? Why does he have to send, why does he have to send Rocksteady and Bebop? Like, like, yeah, and you would think, like, at least, like, like, you know, I know, like, oh, you, oh she, he has to send, like, uh, the instructions with them and everything. You would think, like, he would send, like, a piece with one of them. Like, like oh, here, here, Roxetti, uh, have, get, like, the most important piece that doesn't make it, that has total chaos, um, like, in, in your hand or anything. No, he just, and then I love this, too, because this is pretty much, you, you know how, like, um, you need to send a note like through through your child and then like the way you do it is like oh you just pin the note on the on the child's like clothes so he doesn't lose it yes that's what i felt that krang did to bebop as he like rolled it up and then he just like put it on bebop's like uh shoulder belt <laughs> like I, he just needed a little safety pin to go with it it would have been just so complete so but i like this um uh, because Shredder was, uh, no, sorry, Krang was asking uh, Shredder, where are you? And Shredder was mad, like, he was like, where am I? In my, uh, in my apartment. <laughs> and Krang says, no, that looks too nice to be your apartment. <laughs> I feel it was like a conversation between a, a mom and a, and a son? son or like a wife and husband. Oh, oh, definitely. 100%. I, I definitely agree with you there. So yeah, Bebop and Rocksteady, uh, they they go into they go into Venice. Krang does the whole like does that same thing where he just gets the portal to suck them up and put them in some random place too. But when they go, they start like causing uh, chaos and like jumping on all the boats and everything. Uh, and we see like April and Irma. They're um, uh, they're on a they're on a boat. They and like April's like filming the whole thing. And, like, we see the turtles, they're on the bridge. And April's like, oh, like, oh, turtles. And she's like, and like Donnie's like, toss the camera. And she's like, okay, let me, like, you know, because April's whole concern in this whole thing, she was like, I need you guys to save the camera. The camera's not waterproof. And I have to do this new story. <laughs> and I will say, Irma has this awesome line that really made me laugh out loud. When, because they're, they're both in the water, and, like, April's shouting to the turtle, save the camera, save the camera, and Irma's like, wait, that's where your priority is? She's like, no, save the assistant! <laughs> so, that was a good line from Irma. Yeah, that was a, that was a great, that, that was a great line from Irma. Uh, so, during that whole thing, uh, that's when... Um, uh, this is why, like, like I said, Krang needed to get a, uh, safety pin and put it on, uh, and pin the instructions on, uh, Bebop's belt, because 
at during this fight, this is where uh, Bebop uh, loses the instructions and somehow got into uh, Irma's uh, Italian bag. When she went to go open, uh, empty her Italian bag. I mean, and, I mean, I get it. They don't, they don't want to say like uh, Versace or Gucci or whatever um, Italian like uh, des uh, designer, famous Italian designer um, that like you know that super famous. I, I know they don't want to use any of those names or anything. Like, I mean, it would have been a perfect opportunity. I, I don't think they just wanted to do it. But did did you notice the contents that were like? That came out of uh, Irma's uh, purse. It was like fish. Yes, I wrote the fish. Yes, it was. Fish. I just thought it was funny because there was a fish in there. <laughs> I really was like, "What's a fish?" And and then like and then she had like she had like two shoes and she picked up one of the shoes and she was like, "I want to find the guy who with this." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yes, it was a shoe." <laughs> See now, now we have to. Uh... What is it called like? Um, oh no! I want to mention your friend, uh, Carl. Oh yeah, 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 Carl. Yes, because he keep taking picture when he when he goes. Yes, whenever he goes running, he takes pictures of like the shoes that are le left on the ground. <laughs> oh, I really think one day he has to make a book. Oh, oh, They're oh! He definitely, funny. he definitely has to make a book. Oh my gosh! Yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> there was a night that Anna found uh, a shoe like like in the Walmart parking lot and she took it she took a picture of it and like sent it to Carl <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when when Dantel he discovers the the instructions he like lo looks at it and he was like oh he's like he's like oh uh, oh I I know what I know what this is and and then like uh like Raph he does make a um he makes a wheel of for fortune uh uh, reference, uh, like, because he says, uh, because he was like, oh, do we need Vanna to start turning the letters? Uh, like, so, ra like, uh, do, do you know what, do you know what he meant by, he said, do we need, uh, Vanna to start turning the letters? No. Okay, so, uh, um, the show's still going on. The show's, like, 40 years old. There's, it's a game show called, uh, Wheel of Fortune. Uh-huh. And, uh, they, you know, they, uh, they spin a wheel, they guess a letter, and then, uh, and then the host, who's Vanna White, would go in. Uh, she would turn the letters. Oh, uh -huh. I think I saw it. Yeah, I, I know you. I know you've seen it a couple of times. Uh, and I, because uh, I, I know uh, sometimes I watch the Celebrity Wheel of Fortune on uh, on ABC. And I, so sometimes, uh, sometimes you'll see me watch that. So yeah. Oh, uh, but that's what he meant by oh, we need Vanna to turn the letters because. That that was her job was to go in like spin the letters, uh huh, uh, for the show. I it's, want a job like that. Yeah. the The funny <laughs> thing is, is that like she's still she's still doing the show, but she's not necessary anymore because everything's like electronic now and like with um with LCD and L um and everything that uh. She's like, just symbolically doing she's it. She's just symbolically doing it. She cause she'll walk by and touches it, but in reality she doesn't even need to touch it. And they, and they they discussed this before. They're like, it's just that she's so iconic for the show that they don't want to get rid of her, even though they don't need her. Yeah. Yeah. So um uh, so we have uh so we have the turtles, uh, you know, they're they're in the they're in the turtle van 
And Donnie's working. Yeah, Donnie's working. And I, I wrote this. The, the, the turtle shell headphones are back from last week. <laughs> yes, yes. I was like, oh, oh, look at look at that. Um, and then, like, I don't know, like, April and Irma, they decided to go and, like, enjoy the, like, the Italian, like, nightlife as, like, they're on a boat. Uh, so, while they're on a boat, like, uh, this is when, because, like, we also have a point where, uh, and I forgot to mention this, one of the pieces that Krang sends, uh, to Shredder doesn't go to Shredder. Like, it goes somewhere, it goes somewhere else where the turtles, uh, get, uh, get their hands on it. And that's, like, where Donnie starts, like, uh, working on it and everything with the blueprints. And, uh, but because Shredder doesn't have this, but, and he built everything else from the Hydrofluxer, when he turns it on, even though Krang says, don't do it, uh, Shredder does, and for some reason, this thing that was supposed to flood the city, like, also can make stone statues, like, uh, turn to life. Which I thought it was weird. Yes. It, no, I, I, thought that was, I thought that was, like, a weird, like, side effect. I don't know if it was because he was missing that one piece or what, but, like, so, so now we have a... We have a griffin. Uh, honey, do you know what a griffin is? Yes, it's like the mixture of like two animals. Yeah, like a lion and an lion. eagle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I was just curious if you knew what that uh, what that creature was. Because I mean, we have uh, we have different version of them in Persepolis. Oh yeah, you're right. You guys do. Yeah. Ah yes, yes, yes. Uh yeah. So we have. A, Oh, uh, we have a griffin, and also, like, you know, like, the, the, I mean, the turtles also say it's a griffin, too, uh, later on. Uh, it grabs, uh, Ir Irma and April, and the one thing I wrote, I wrote this, and then we're gonna bring it up. I wrote, why is there a cowboy in Italy? Because did you see that there was a guy in a cowboy outfit no. in the boat? No, I didn't see that. I, I wrote it down because cowboys are like an American thing. And I, <laughs> I mean, I know this is Mardi Gras and people are dressed up, but I'm pretty sure, I'm like 90% sure that like people who dress up for like Mardi Gras, like they have like these, you know, these traditional outfits. Cowboy. I don't think the traditional outfit is going to be a cowboy from America. I think uh, crime just... Open the portal and cowboy. Yeah, and a cowboy just appeared. Um, but uh, oh, oh, oh! I'm sorry. The missing piece. I did write down what the missing piece called. It was called the molecular wave intensifier. That was the piece that was missing. I wrote it down. Uh, uh, also, I did like this part. This is a really great exchange between uh, Krang and Shredder because uh, Shredder he starts like complaining because like Krang was like oh. I was like, oh, I need you to do this. I need you, to, and I, and then, and Shredder goes starts saying, Shredder, do this. Shredder, do that. Shredder, do this. Shredder, and like, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like, when, when, when's it my turn to do the commands? It was, it was just funny hearing like Shredder just like, even though this isn't like our normal Shredder's voice, it was funny just hearing Shredder like just complain. Yeah, right. And then so we got the turtle van. The turtle van's now in. Oh. Uh, has now like got in the water 
and we just got a new version. We got a new, like, you know, upgrade for the turtle van, like, out of nowhere. And it's, uh, it, it, it has, like, you know, um, it, it, it has, like, a raft kind of thing. So it can, like, drive on the water. So you kind of missed the part that uh, Mikey, uh, Mikey uh, was fighting um, to get the other. I did. I, April. I did completely skip that. I'm sorry. So the Griffin uh, grabbed uh, Ermon April. April. Yeah. And then uh, Mikey jumped to uh, get the rope. Right. He uses a turtle grapple to to uh, um, to to grab the Griffin. Yes. He tried to stop it, but uh, he was too light. So at first he said, um, "I got him," and then he says. Uh, Never mind, he got me. <laughs> yeah, then the other three turtles, like, try to, like, they grab the end of the rope and try to... Yeah. And, and, yeah, and, and the griffin, like, all, takes them all. Then the the, the, the poor stone griffin, like, you know, it, it, it breaks apart. Like, I, I, I was a little sad yeah, about it. Yeah, that was kind of, like, stupid, because he was, he was alive. Then when he fall down, he all break and... Yeah, no, 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 I, no, I, I... I I definitely agree, and then like, and then, and because of this, the molecular wave intensifier falls on the boat of Roxette and Bebop. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, and so yeah, like, like I said, like the the turtle van can now like drive on water, which is like I mean you know this is like where like the writers are just like the writers are just gonna are pretty much giving the turtle van like so many things just so. Just so we don't have like different vehicles or different things, and I have a, I have a feeling it's just more of like they probably have no instructions of like oh you know don't don't make a new uh, toy like you know this like you know the uh, we're we're not we're not gonna make any uh, vehicle toys uh, uh, for this or something like that maybe I don't, I'm not sure or maybe they just or maybe they had like no instructions of like. Oh, you can do this. You can do this, or you can use this. They probably, they probably just said you can. You have the turtle van, and you have the blimp, and then they're like, yeah, that, that's all you have. And so they're basically just making the turtle van do whatever they want the turtle van to do. So they never made the uh, turtle van uh, like that. That it, it changed to a boat or something. No, not at all. Not at all. But Neca, you have that chance. You can make this happen, Neca. You know, super super seven has their turtle van but they don't have their turtle van doesn't have a uh raft thing that co that goes up there you can make that uh so i mean and we're i'm hoping one day nickelodeon make a theme park for ninja turtles and then i want to have a transfer module and uh, also the other thing i want to have is the van that you can sit where donatello sit and change all those screens and buttons and oh oh yeah oh oh that would be perfect and no. you can go and order pizza. Hey, hey, we need... If there's an Ninja Park there, we have to have pizza. <laughs> I definitely agree. Uh, so, so when, so when like, uh, Donnie, like, uh, tur uh, turns, like, the thing into a boat, then he's like, oh, uh, he was like, oh, we, oh, we're gonna do this way, and this way, and then he breaks the fourth wall. Fourth wall break. It's not true. We shower regularly. He says, 
I'm explaining it for the tech-minded people at home. He's, so he's basically, he's talking to us right now. To us particularly who, like, criticizes on, like, how, how is this possible? And he's like, hey, Turtle Recall. I'm giving you the exact reasons why the van can go underwater and um, and pull up uh, from from the water just like this from the raft. And thanks, Donatello. You're just like you know, you're ruining this podcast, man. Coming in here with your logic and your fourth wall breaking. Uh, I did also like I did like Krang's line um, here is like when he starts seeing like. The wave of like coming in like, and like about to, uh, um, about to destroy like you know uh, Venice and everything. He and like Crane was like, this isn't what I wanted, but it's total destruction. I will take it. So then, uh, they give that uh, testifier, whatever it was, to yeah, the, the intensifier. They give it the shredder. Yes, and he. Uh... Yeah, he put it with the Bebop and Rocksteady. Right, 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 right. Bebop and Rocksteady, they give that intensifier to Shredder because, uh, like, also, uh, also the van also has this, like this new, um, mode thing too, where it made a ramp, like, which I can only imagine is only good for this like one moment where we just have like, where like you just need to make the people fly in a boat. Yes, if they don't stop. If they don't stop, yeah, because I can't Im- that or have it as skateboard ramp for for Michelangelo. I mean, because that's really your only two options is like people who don't stop or or fun or or fun skateboarding moves. Uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah, the, uh, uh, Real Rock said they fly in the air with their boat. They they crash the boat, but they, they're still able to give the the intensifier back to shredder because what they don't know is that donatello already did like adjustments on it and so when so when shredder uses it then all of a sudden like everything goes back to normal all the yeah it reverse everything yeah it reverse everything all the waves are not there anymore the the uh the statues they're not alive anymore they're, they're back in like they're where they belong they get upset Krang starts crying. Krang starts crying because when Krang uses it, because after like after Shredder, Roxanne, Bebop, and the uh, Hydroflux go back into Technodrome, uh, Krang was like, "Oh, you messed it up!" Because Krang doesn't know that Donatello, Donatello changed it. He was like, "Oh, you don't know what you're doing. You got to do it like this." And so he so he tries to, and then it blows up in Krang's face, and and then we see poor Krang. Krang is like crying because he's like. He's, he's like I'm I'm done I can't do this anymore and like you know he like he just he was like no this isn't supposed to happen and poor Krang Krang gets sad I will say like uh uh for 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 Pratt, uh Fraley, uh this I I really loved his uh performance in this episode in this episode I thought I think this is like one of his best ones and because even him as uh Burn Thompson was was even like good and funny as well like he hit he hit all the he hit everything he needed like so perfect in this episode i loved it i really thought i really think this is like a best showcase of krang he's always oh of course i I know you always think it's perfect uh so then we go back to april april's like doing a 
uh, news thing, and and she was like, oh, and here here are the uh, here are the people uh, dressed up as masked turtles, and then and then she says the most oddest thing. Did did you did you hear what her last line was? Yes, he said that. Uh, so like I don't know tonight at uh, this time. We will see them unmask. Right. She says they're going to unmask. And, and I was just like, April, you know who they are. <laughs> you have been trying, like, and like, especially this What's European season. Yeah, exactly. What's wrong with you? Especially this European season. This European season has been like, oh, we have to hide the turtles. The turtles can't be in public. Like, because, like, unlike the, unlike, you know, the syndicated season for... Like, where they just walked around. This one is, was more of like, oh, no, the turtles are secret. And then we have, like, April, like, doing a newscast. She was like, oh, they're going to unmask and reveal who they are. Like, April, you know when they unmask, they're just turtles without masks. I think April had so much fun, uh, like, traveling in the Europe. They were like, yeah, you know, I'm going to lie to make the news even hotter for Mr. Thompson. I, I think so. I think April wants to do some fake news. Uh, that, that, that's what she wants to do. And that is pretty much uh, everything uh, for, for this episode for Venus in a Half Shell. Or, I'm sorry, Venus on a Half Shell. Uh, uh, overall, what did you think of it, honey? Uh, uh, I think I liked it better than the France episode. <gasps> I will say yes. I will say this is better than the France episodes. Uh, I I do agree agree with you there. Uh, I actually, I mean honestly, like I mean I know this is like probably like my second time ever watching it. I really I really liked it. Uh, I I will say uh, Raph's lines did not fit this actor. Um, I really felt like I really felt if like Rob Paulson said these lines, it would have been perfect. Uh, I mean, uh, Jim Cummings as as Shredder. Um, I'm okay with it, but I do prefer James Avery. I think James Avery does just a uh, just a better job. My problem with uh, J- Jim Cummings, all I hear is like Leatherhead. But like, but Krang, I really felt Pat Fraley just knocked it out of the park, and like, I really felt this is like, I really felt like th- this is him hitting his stride as Krang. Like, he did so perfect. And then also, I loved Irma's line where she like shouts to say, and when she says, "Save the assistant," I thought that was great too. Uh, no, I, I will say this. Uh, I will say like uh, so far for the European season, I think this is the best one so far. Yes, I agree. Um, uh, and like you know, hope I'm I'm really hoping. Um, my I mean, I'm like I'm going through these episodes like my second time ever watching these again um and so because like my memory about these episodes is so vague since like the other episodes i've seen so many times i'm just really hoping that these next nine episodes will surprise me just like uh just like this one i remember the first time i watched it uh i was excited for it but i remember it was like, i think i think the voice of like Raphael and shredder like kind of put me off i'm like oh okay yeah they're fun but they're not what I'm used to, but yeah, um, but join us next week, next week, we'll be talking about the episode Artless, hopefully we'll have a Splinter back, hopefully we'll have Splinter back, well yeah, we, hopefully they'll explain where Splinter is, uh, I do want to note is that, like, I think, I really think this episode was supposed to be 
the third episode and, uh, you know, and the Austrian episode was supposed to come after this one. Because it would make more sense if it did that. Oh, like, you know. I will say, if I knew how these episodes gone, I probably would have switched it myself as I, you know, put this season in the middle of season four. But more than likely, I probably wouldn't have because at the same time, I don't think I have like that. I don't think I have like that much to actually rearrange stuff uh, uh, that that much but uh join us next week uh should be some fun stuff uh do you have anything else uh you want to add honey no just uh while you're watching this enjoy pasta <laughs> yes enjoy some pasta and like you know just remember to double your pleasure double your fun till next time guys see ya Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pop. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be sure to go to Res.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available.